the Hog Call Podcast. Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like. We're on them all. Listen to the Hog Call live at iPatio.com, the only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored podcast created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcaster. Follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment on iTunes, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will allow other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially at our Patreon page, or even one dollar go a long way in updating our equipment or providing server space to store our episodes. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Give us a call. Leave a voicemail at 812-805-0110 or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good. We get to talk about a win this week, so that's always good. <clears throat> Absolutely. I feel much better now that we got that win. It's just been uh, easier to you know, do my day-to-day chores and activities. Really been able to cut back on the Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> yeah, liver's always a little... I mean, it's good to celebrate every now and then, but, oh, man, after a loss, you're, like, just hammering it down. Oh, yeah. I think if we beat Texas Tech tomorrow, I'll be celebrating, and that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, man. I mean, things are going good. I don't know if uh, we talked about putting the uh, t-shirts out there, and and uh, that has come to fruition. So I uh, I uh, went and set that up, and and we got the uh, we got a whole store set up where not only can you buy t-shirts, but you can buy phone cases and all kinds of stuff of the uh, nineteen oh nine national championship. And uh, I think they look pretty good. What do you think? How do you think that design came out? Oh. Oh, the design looks great. I was, I was uh, uh, just thinking about t-shirts, and then all of a sudden, the, you know, the store got created and everything, and the, all the different things, and kind of want to buy it all. And uh, the good thing, everybody listening, is uh, got this is the 110th anniversary. We got a few months till football season, so you know, everybody's got time to to wear them. But it'd be cool to be the one wearing it around. Uh, your friends and coworkers and places uh, be the one that's wearing it all year long. Absolutely. So I ordered my t-shirt and um, I guess that's going to be coming in soon. I went ahead and went with the gray just because I don't know the white. It looks really good. Uh, good contrast. But uh, I went ahead and went with the gray. And uh, yeah, when I get it, I'll take some pictures. We'll throw it up there on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and you can see what the uh, uh, real live. Uh, version of that thing looks like so um uh i'm excited i'm excited to get it in the mail uh that should be coming what they say it was gonna be here on the first i think they said so yeah not bad at all that's not bad i ordered it today (laughs) getting it on the first you know so i tried to make it 
reasonable for all the uh, listeners. We only added six bucks. Anything you buy, we get six bucks off of. Everything else, just the cost of making it. And I think that's a good deal. Oh yeah, that's very fair. Yeah, gray's always a solid, solid choice for a color. But yeah, I mean, there's coffee cups. I'm thinking about getting me a coffee mug. I like a good coffee mug. <laughs> yeah, the coffee <laughs> drinking out of that all year. <laughs> <laughs> and and you can change the color on those coffee mugs too. So just so you know, um, that's one thing I was looking at is I think I displayed the red coffee mug, but you can get the white coffee mug or whatever. But yeah, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just uh, just throwing that out there. Is there anything else? I can't think of anything else. Podcast yes. related. Yeah, that's the thing I was most excited about. Yeah, me too. We got a, a top notch department in there, you know. I mean, that's a, that's a great price for a t shirt. If you you know kind of look up t shirts, anything you buy online like that, man, it's going to cost you at least twenty five, thirty bucks for a new one. So that's a great deal, especially a kind of customizable one. That yeah, I think for me, I got the two X, and uh, you know that's a little bit more expensive, I guess, than the larges and and uh all the way down to the smalls or whatever i guess they're using more material or however they you know justify that but you know i just went with the standard t and uh you can get the you know they we got several different options in there if you want the more high quality you know t-shirt you can grab that or if you just want the standard t-shirt like like i'm getting in the mail you can grab that and i think it would wind up costing me 20 bucks Altogether, it was twenty ninety five or something like that with tax and everything. So I didn't think that was a bad deal. Nice, yeah, that's great. So well, um, Mississippi, goodness, you know, I, with that with that big win on Missouri, it's, it's even tough to talk about Mississippi. But I guess we, I guess we have to. Yeah. They are the number twentieth team in the nation, so I think that's important. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing we kind of that week where we beat A&M on Saturday and then uh, Florida, or lost to Florida on Wednesday, is kind of reversed to this where, well, it kind of sucks to talk about a win that was, you know, before a loss, but now now we just uh, get this Ole Miss game talked about out of the way. But, yeah, it was kind of a – we just didn't – this is another game where we had a slow start, got behind, I think, 11-4, to four, and just uh, kind of, you know, from there really played even, kind of – they kind of killed us in the paint for a lot, uh, a lot of offensive rebounds for them. Uh, we turned it over more so than them. I thought were the kind of the big things, and um, you know, Gafford too. I mean, just everybody just didn't have a good day. Besides Keyshawn Embry Simpson and Osa Boyd, really. And uh, mm-hmm. hell, we had eighty-one percent free throws, so we can't can't blame them in that game. But a lot of those guys is, you know, just not Mason Jones one for ten. Harris one out of four. Isaiah Joe's kind of. I mean, he had a couple threes, but for the most part was kind of off. And then they had kind of their big guy kind of got in on us in the post uh, early on, and then their guards kind of lit us up later on. But I think we cut it to six in the second half. But besides that, it was it wasn't pretty. No, I think the the biggest takeaway I had for that game is that we just had a tough time down low. It seemed like we wasn't on the board as much as we should have been as far as like rebounding. We wasn't able to, to, to pull those down as much as we should have been able to. And, and we were having trouble getting those easy, easy shots. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, just to be outscored, Ole Miss outscores 44 to 28 in paint. And that's quite a bit. That's 16 points. So that's a, and then we had zero fast break points. So we were not, uh, we were not compared to kind of looking at Missouri when we score 18, kind of a contrast. So that's a big, uh, big thing. Got did get 35 points off the bench, but man, it was, I'm, I'm, I think, I, I still, I think it's a team we get a rematch with them in, in uh, Fayetteville later on. I think that's the game we do the 25th anniversary celebration. Hopefully, the name of the court after Nolan. Then I think we got a shot. I'd like to get a revenge against them. Then. But yeah, this one wasn't wasn't good from the get go. Yeah, I agree. It was uh, it was tough. Definitely was. You know, uh, but you know, Joe, like you said, came out there and, and, and you know had a good showing. So so that was good. You know, uh, Osable in. Uh, you know, looking good out there and everything. So, you know, I think that was my the biggest takeaway I had. Well, what did you think about uh, Emory Simpson? Oh yeah, I mean it was it was great to see him come off five out of eight, two two three pointers, four for five free throws. He was he looked like he was really he's kind of playing playing with that energy when he when he played twenty. He looked like he played with energy the whole time that the whole team needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but off the bench, that's big. Um, you know, if he can keep doing that, that was really good to see because he's been some guy, but he's been, you know, inconsistent. So he'll have that. Guess some, he's had a couple of those games and he's had a bunch of just, you know, kind of letdowns. But mm-hmm. for that game, it was real. I mean, it would have been, it would have been worse than a 17 point loss. If oh, he came in and gave us some energy. Oh, that's true. And I felt like Chaney battled hard down low, but just couldn't, just couldn't make enough happen. But it felt like he was playing really hard. Yeah, it really only got couple minutes in the game. I kind of think back, and I don't, I'm not sure why. You know, two out of three, so he's really efficient. Mm-hmm. Just one rebound, but you know, usually he uh, fills the stat sheet. And uh, the next game we talk about, Missouri really came on strong. But that's kind of I don't know what to say about it. It's only 12 minutes of play. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I thought. Well. He only had a few minutes in there, but yeah, they felt like he played pretty hard for the time he was in there. But then again, you know, I think that's good coaching there. With you know, you got Simpson in there lighting it up. You know, you want to you want to keep him in there, keep him hot and going. You know, so yeah, and also Boyan. I mean, he was playing that same kind of position that mm-hmm. uh, Cheney's playing was playing really good. He was five out of nine, hit some free throws, had some good minutes uh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. um um it was hard to kind of take his minutes away, and then kind of Ole Miss was getting us in the paint, and then but their their guards were kind of tearing us up too. So it was, uh, it was uh, really you need somebody like Jalen Harris and Mason Jones to make something happen in this game, and we got a chance, right? Yeah, because you got Mason. the bench coming off good, playing a good hard game, you know, and then uh, Harris and Jones both dropped the ball, and I think that's. You know, one of them has to be hot. I mean, at least 10 points, you know? Yeah, Mason Jones can't. I mean, he went one out of 10. He can't He can't do that. No for six from three. I mean, you got to give us something. I mean, he, he he shoots the ball quite a bit. He's had some big games this year, some really big games that we might not have won without, without his effort. But, um, like, you just give us, you know, he hits three – free throws three out of four that was pretty good but he's got to give us more than that for playing 31 minutes too mm-hmm. so and then harris yeah he did not have a he did have seven assists but four turnovers was uh not 
not like him. And six rebounds, so that's really good from the point guard spot. But yeah, he's yeah, he could have, they could both definitely need to contribute for those starting guards playing thirty minutes. Yeah, I agree. And you know, you can't expect Gafford to come in every time and score, you know, a twenty point game, but you know, he, he came in and did you know, he came and put up uh nine points. I mean I'd like to see him put at least ten up, you know, but he came in and played and and contributed at least, you know. Yeah, and I would and I'd take five out of six free throws from him every damn time. Goodness, you know, that's yeah. he, he looked confident in that game shooting the free throw. Exactly, and he worked the boards really hard, so, you know, I don't know. It's just a tough yeah, game, you know? It was a tough game to watch. Yeah, from the get-go, it wasn't, I mean, they, they were pretty fired up. Ole Miss was coming off their first SEC loss and coming at home, sold-out crowd. They were really excited for that, um, and we didn't punch them in the mouth, and mm-hmm. that's what we can't, we can't get behind, especially on the ride home, you know, we can come back get a crowd we get some runs but on the road's really tough to kind of get down big and try to try to make a comeback uh, yeah i agree and i will say that the lighting was way better than you know i had uh previously mentioned on the past podcast i thought it might be you know what i mean worse but that new uh that new uh, arena they got something else isn't it yeah, it is. It's a fancy nine thousand, eight thousand seat arena. You know, can't, everybody can't have twenty, twenty thousand seats. Oh, well, I didn't say it held a lot of people. I just said the lights work better. That's all. No, I know, man. I, that's smart move. That's smart move by a lot of these. These schools having smaller arenas. So we're not filling up, but Walton. But yeah, it's a, I mean, it looks really nice. Well, we nice should seat. be filling up, but nice seat. Oh yeah. I think it's going to happen. You know, I think next year you're going to see big numbers next year for us. Oh, yeah. I mean, and Saturday games are always better. I mean, we still have really good attendance. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, still always in the top kind of for attendance. So that's, but, yeah, Ole Miss looks like a nice place. Definitely better lighting. The lights didn't go out. So that's always good for down there in Mississippi. Yeah. Grid on. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. So, uh you know, the uh, pavilion or whatever. Isn't that like, that's where you go to a park and cook a barbecue and eat at. But the pavilion yeah, uh, uh-huh. was all right, you know. Lights yeah. worked. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. I just, I'm not trying to talk them up too much. But, you know, I just thought I'd mention the, that since I made such a big deal of it. <laughs> it's all right. Well, are you ready to move forward? Or is yeah, I'm done with that game. No, that's it. That's all I got. So, uh, yeah, now we we got the big win. Went up and, uh, you know, played Missouri and, and just, uh, you know, stomped them pretty good. And, uh, you know, that's that's always fun, especially when it's in the bud. So Yeah, 172 to 60. Uh, kind of had a slow start, but kind of kind of started – uh, just couldn't score there for a while. Desi Seals got a steal, got a layup, and that kind of from then on, we, uh, I think from being down, we were down 14 to 2, and from that point, we outscored them, you know, 70 to, you know, 40 something. So really from that point on, we really, really took it to them in this game. Definitely a difference. You know, we outscored them by 30 to 16 in the paint, outscored them 27 to 13 off of turnovers. Uh, we forced 
Missouri to 24 turnovers. Our defense was really aggressive. We had 18 fast break points. Uh, bench gave us 19. Um, it was really uh, a good effort, I thought, uh, especially after that after that start. We really came out and played with – looked like we showed some fight that we kind of knew, hey, we we got to have this win and get back on track. So maybe that will propel us. As we talked about the last podcast, the last two seasons – when we started off, you know, with one and three in conference, Missouri was the get right game, and uh, may hopefully it'll be this year again. Well, we definitely got it right, and you know, the big takeaway I had from that game is, good lord, Isaiah Joe lit it up. Yeah, and he's uh from that slow start he had in the uh, beginning of conference. I think in that Tennessee game, he hit seven three pointers, hit a couple in the Ole Miss game, and then this Missouri. I mean, he hit seven out of twelve. I mean, that's. That's about sixty percent. I mean, that's I mean, that's really efficient. I mean, twenty three points from him. Um, that's big time. What we need from him, big time. You know, and then Emory Simpson did all right, but uh, you know, my boy Desi Sills, who I was really uh, promoting at the beginning of the year, must have heard the last couple podcasts because he went out there and uh, did a pretty dang good job, if, you, if I might say so myself. Oh yeah, he's getting better. I mean, he's a. I mean, he's showing they they're that's kind of inconsistency that happens. I mean, even you see that with teams like Duke that are young and mm-hmm. Kentucky that are young, they all, they have um, you know uh, kind of whole season ain't every game ain't they're not perfect, but uh, definitely seeing some things. He's really aggressive on defense. I mean, that three out of five field goals, a couple mm-hmm. rebounds, assists, uh, steal, uh, really kind of led the charge on. Um, Kind of, I don't know. I like when he's in there, but yeah, it was really good. Um, and then mm-hmm. Bailey gave us a crap game again. Um, Cheney, Cheney's taking over his spot. I mean, he, yeah, Bailey, he had, man, goodness gracious, what's that all just, about? Yeah, it's just Cheney. I mean, now that's a guy that's just came on, and he's gonna be a he's gonna be a star in the next couple of years. And he looked he had, good in this game. Had a really good game. I mean, six points, six rebounds, but four assists for a big man. Four assists, one turnover, had a couple steals. Um, he was in on every, I mean, you could tell, I mean, one, he passed just a little touch pass on the fast break to Desi mm-hmm. for a layup was, uh, really got us started and he knows how to run that kind of, uh, full court and I'm expecting him to keep going and even have bigger games. You know, I mean, that's really, he's the key. If, I think I'd seen a stat, um, some analytic that when Cheney was in the game, we were plus, uh, 20 or plus 30 points when he was in the game against Missouri. So when he was on the floor, uh, you know, we were, we were really, we were taking it to Missouri. So he needs more minutes. And also, uh, Gafford, six out of nine. It's good for him. I like him having about 10, nine, 10 field goal attempts because he turned it into 13 points. He had 10, 10 rebounds. Uh, his free throws were down again, but he had a couple steals. So, uh, it was good to see him get another double double. I like him in that double double range, and no turnovers from the big man. I think he had about five in the old Miss game. So, uh, so the big men were playing. They kind of, they really uh, controlled that. Do uh, you ain't gotta get? Yeah, you don't have to get double assists, do you? That's what I'm oh, always no. curious about. That's a triple oh, double, right? Yeah, triple double. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not. Uh, yeah. The double double is nice, and that was the second game in a row. Seen that, so. Oh yeah, and then uh, uh, I think he he may lead the SEC. He's one of the top ones. And then Jalen Harris, he had a better game this time. Had ten points, six assists, didn't turn the ball over one time, three steals. 
that's really what kind of him and Joe mm-hmm. from Joe not only hit those seven three pointers but three steals. I mean, they were really aggressive uh, uh, on that full court full court defense and half court was. Uh, um, it was nice to see. It just felt like they they had a like their backs were against the wall and they had no choice but to you know bring it to Missouri. Yeah, they played a really hard game and uh, you know went out there and beat them. And you know, I I, I think my biggest thing with, with the Missouri game is I was a little disappointed to how low the score was. Um, I felt like you know if we play a little faster, we could score a few more points. What are you thinking about? Well, yeah, and the fact we only had two points after the first eight minutes really didn't mm-hmm. help because um, we, you know, we kind of ended up with, I guess, seventy points in the in the last thirty minutes. So you kind of take that, you know, kind of that progression, and we was had about ninety playing playing that way the entire game. But that first eight minutes really, really kind of hurt. We should have really beat Missouri by twenty something at home, scored scored eighty ninety. But yeah, it's definitely. But Missouri keeps it low. I mean, they they they. They run that clock down, and uh, you know they, that's, that's kind of the way they want to play. Yeah, but. that's true. Well, we've seen that a lot too in these <clears throat> SEC games where we've had a really slow start. Oh yeah, that's that's been happening a lot. And you do see in conference conference games the scoring always kind of goes down a little bit. Um, but yeah, we got to I think kind of hit that we, when we hit that seventy point range. I mean, there's a lot of games we we win most of the. Or, a lot more than we lose once we kind of score a little bit more. So. Excellent. Well, and and then I guess for yeah, I guess for Missouri, I mean, they really one guy hit he's Mark Smith. Uh, got we podcast to him needed to get him in foul trouble. He got in trouble and he had four turnovers, so getting him out of the game was uh, pretty big. Mm-hmm. But really, kind of that they just had kind of every once in a while these guys, but nothing huge. But uh, yeah, yeah, really, Smiths have scored all their points, honestly. Oh yeah, he seemed to be the big guy leading them, but, uh, but didn't. I mean, Isaiah Joe hit one more than him, so I guess we had the bigger, better three point shooter. So yeah, absolutely. So do we got more on them or? I mean, I'm, no, I'm good with that one. It's nice to get a win. We're kind of, I think we're sitting about ninth or tenth in the SEC, kind of where we predicted. So, only where to go up, but up from here. So, I think I don't think we'll have another four game losing streak again this year. So, that was a pretty rough stretch, but I think we can get on a roll. It feels good to feels good to have a win. Kind of gives me more confidence about tomorrow against Texas Tech. Oh yeah, absolutely on that. You know, you you just want the the best chance you absolutely have against Texas Tech, and you know that's that's going to be a tough game. But uh, you know, I think it's something that we can. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's something we can do. I don't know why. This feels like a game that, that we might be able to pull out to me. Um, I'm just sitting here. I was looking on. Let's see. Okay, yeah. So I'm looking here on my bookie. It looks like they got us at a uh, plus eight. So I mean, that's not that's not horrible. That's that's fair. I mean, Texas Tech they're at home. They're number thirteen in the nation. So that's that's pretty fair. That's actually better than 
<laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of accounting us less than 10 points. So that's kind of giving us, they giving us a chance to, you know, compete in that game. And usually, you know, usually, uh, you know, Vegas is right. So, yeah, uh, like we say, every podcast, I'm sure you've heard it. If you're going to be betting, go ahead and use my bookie. Use promo code HOGCALL. If you use promo code HOGCALL, you're going to get a double whatever you put in. So if you put a 1000 in, they're going to match that 1000 It's going to have 2000 You're going to have $2,000 to bet with. Or if you put in 50 bucks, they're going to match it 50 You have 100 bucks to bet with. So if you going to bet, go ahead and use my bookie. Use promo code HOGCALL. Great service. Pays out quick. And uh, you'll get double your money to bet with if you do that. Nice. Yeah, well said. Yeah, please do that. I do it. Chad does it. You should too. I mean, it's free money. They're pretty much giving you money. Giving it to you. Might as well have fun with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Texas. Huh? All right. Yes. I guess, according to me. <laughs> uh, silly. Oh no! So they play in the United Supermarkets Arena. What? A, what a name! For what kind of name is that for a supermarket arena? In Lubbock, Texas. Uh, they're they're coached by Chris Beard. Uh, led them to a pretty good his third year here. He was a, that UALR to that incident that went over Purdue a couple of years. Okay. So he's 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 a pretty good coach, and then he led Texas Tech to the Elite Eight last year. Um, really tough defensively, kind of. I mean, they only allow 55 points a game. They score 70. So, really, I mean, they're not in some of these scores. We'll kind of uh, – well, let's go through the schedule. I know they started off the year beating Incarnate Word, 87-37. to 37. Wow, that's pretty good. Mississippi Valley State, 84-52. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Mississippi Valley State, 84-52. Southeastern Louisiana beat them 19. Southern Cal beat them by 15, 78-63. Beat 25 in number 25 in Nebraska, beat them 70 to 52, beat Northern Colorado, beat Memphis by 11, beat UAPB by 22. North Carolina, boy, they didn't have too tough a schedule here. I mean, some decent teams better than ours. And uh, so they were, I think they're about, let's see, about 8 0 going. I watched a little bit, and that, it was way back in, gosh, it was a month ago, but they played number two Duke at the time. Mm-hmm. That game was really close for most of the time. Uh, ended up, Texas Tech losing by 11, but that was that was back and forth a lot of the time. Um, and then, so they 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 only had one loss in non-conference, and that was to Duke. Um, started off beating West Virginia in conference play by three at or no, that was at West Virginia. Beat and that Kansas was one State of those games I, where, where I saw a little bit of that, and it was like, uh, you know, that was a game. It felt like uh, we might have a chance. You know what I mean? When I watched them, because it, the, they were having a tough time with West Virginia, and, they, and West Virginia didn't look, you know. Yeah, that's not that's not one of West Virginia's best years. Um, you can see kind of that's a sixty-two fifty-seven. They're not scoring a whole lot. They're not giving a whole lot either. But I mean, it's kind of I bet if, if you just tell me our score is going to be seventies in the seventies or above, I'm going to say we're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they they beat Kansas State in in Lubbock six three fifty seven beat Oklahoma sixty six fifty nine beat Texas and then here's where we and start that was a their tough last game against Texas they just barely beat Texas so yeah they did Texas that wasn't no basketball school no I mean and we should have beat them of course in a neutral site but that was that awesome beat them by six so if you think about I mean I'm I'm sorry I just 
you know, I know I'm cutting you off a little bit there. I'm not trying to, but I just want to say this stuff before I forget it. But, you know, we played Texas, and we played them so close, and then Texas Tech played them so close. So, with that theory, you would think that would be a really close game between us also. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think take I don't think Texas Tech is as good as they were last year. Um, they're, they're a solid team. They're going to be. I mean, obviously they're still ranked number thirteen, uh, mm-hmm. but they're on a three game losing. That gives me um, hope. I mean, I would say like, oh, they're going to come home pissed off, but that first loss in that three game lose streak was at home. So they lost to Iowa State before Baylor by eleven in Waco, and lost to Manhattan. Or lost two at Kansas State in Manhattan. 58 to 45. I mean, my gosh, we we had a bad game scoring in the 50s, but 45. Yeah, and if you go back and look, this is the second time they played Kansas State. That was a 57-63 game, and they beat them before. And then, uh, you know, Tech, uh, Kansas State comes back and then beats them. So, you know, there, there you go. That's another, I don't know, it starts to show a little bit of weakness there in my eyes when I look at that schedule. Yeah, it's it's kind of looking at them. I mean, they really got this. Um, they got two guys that scoring double figures. Jarrett Culver, um, pretty good guard. He's going to be. I mean, he's a six six uh, guy from Lubbock from from around there. So he's going to be their main guy. He averages about oh, eighteen point seven points a game. Um, so he's going to be the guy they really really kind of uh, look to. Then uh, Matt Mooney, a six three guard. Um, He's their second leading scorer with 10 points a game. Um, so these guys, and they really don't shoot a whole lot. Of, they only make about uh, five or so three-pointers a game. I mean, like I said, they score 70, but that's kind of mm-hmm. – all those games were kind of scored higher. Get some of those incarnate words and teams like that. Yeah, they really struggle. I mean, yeah. They really struggle with them. They do. They only allow 56. So I'll tell you what, though, we can't – you know, kind of a road game, we, we can't get uh, down to them. You know, if we get down to them fifteen to two, then it's going to be hard to just climb back, and because they're going to be, you know, kind of buckle down their defense, and it may be hard for us to kind of score enough to get back in it. So, but we can, we got to just start fast, I man. If we can get, if we can get up a lead, we go on a run like we do in other parts of the game. That first, get up on them by about eight or 10, 12 points. I mean, then I feel pretty good that we can hold kind of a lead throughout the game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so their other scores are David and Moretti Um, see he's 6-2 guard so their guards are the big scores Tariq Owens he has about 8 points a game Um, fourth guy he's a 6-10 forward so there's a senior he's a guy kind of inside battling with Gaffer another starter Narense Odesse. Oh, he's got to be a guy. Mm-hmm. That name. Oh, yeah. 6'8 center. So they're mm-hmm. power forwards, taller than their center. This guy's 6'8, 250. Um, right? So they got two seniors in the front in the front court there battling, kind of going to be battling Chaney and Gafford. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put so Chaney and Gafford against anybody. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, this Culver, their guard's a pretty good guy, but I feel good. I think they may have the advantage with him. Unless uh, I put Isaiah Joe on his on his on nights against him, um, but yeah, I think I think Gaffer. Culver kind of impressed me in that game I watched when they were playing West Virginia. It was kind of the guy that stood out. 
Well, he's just about that perfect, you know, perfect height for to be kind of a guard for six six. So he can really, you know, he's not a big three point shooter. He can hit them, but only average thirty points. But he's a slasher, kind of drives the basket, and he's their elite rebounder for a guard. Seven rebounds a game. Um, you know, twenty five steals on the year. Virginia game, he, he was the leading scorer with eighteen points. So of course, he stood out to me the most. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they definitely play. Yeah, oh yeah, he's definitely. I think kind of, I mean, he's taken 243 shots and nobody else has taken. Um, the second, second guy, the Mooney, he's taken 165. So he shot 80 more shots than, you know, anybody else, but 53% field goal. So that's about taking off the three point percentage. He shoots about 60 some percent, you know, inside the arc. Um, and he's got 74 assists. So he really, I mean, you kind of think 18 or 19 points, seven rebounds and 74 assists. Throughout the season, and that offense is going to work around him. I will say, Trey Owens has got 47 blocks. My goodness, good lord! Um, so uh, we're going to have to go. Gafford's going to have, he, can, he can dunk, and he can't be soft against this guy. Um, he's got to go in and dunk on Owens. Uh, that um, OD. Uh, oh, uh, for those guys, I mean, you know, that's how they get to their kind of 70 points. Really, Mooney, Culver, mm-hmm. Freddy. Um, it's a team we're we're gonna have to. They're gonna try to slow us down, so we gotta play fast. I mean, that's kind of what it turns down to. We need to turn them over. Um, let's, um, turn it over thirteen times a game. Average given up, or average force to sixteen. So they got plus three point two. So they like to force teams into. So if we kind of play, we play like we played against Ole Miss, turning the ball over seventeen times. I don't think we're going to win, but if we kind of take care of it, you know, 10 or less, you know, 11 or less turnovers and force them to a good bit, we can win this. It's definitely, I feel better about this game uh, tonight than I did, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, before our win and before uh, their three-game losing streak. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident. I'm looking forward to it. I, I kind of because it's kind of cool to you know, we're going out of conference. Uh, I also saw Chad that 39 and 30, 39 against Texas Tech. It's the only team from the old Southwest Conference that we don't have a winning re- all time record. We oh, don't wow. have a losing record, but if we lose tomorrow, we'll have a losing record. Oh, They're wow. the only team that we don't have a winning record against hmm. uh, as far as SWC opponent. Well, you know, and I think, uh, I think we're going to win this game. I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm just looking at them. Uh, you know, they've had three losses, tough losses. I think, you know, they're definitely coming in, uh, coming, you know, ready to play hard, coming to play the game, trying, trying to get up a W, but every team is doing that. I think I think the thing about Arkansas in this game is we got that win uh, against Missouri, uh, which uh, I think put a bunch of confidence in the guys, uh, probably got them where they need to be. You look at how they played – you know, Texas, um, you look at, uh, how close that game was. You look at how we played Texas. Uh, you look at their schedule, the other teams they've played, the, the points are scoring, you know, after watching the type of game they play, I feel like if we come out here and play a fast game, we're going to win this game. And I think that we're, you know, turning a corner and maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's just been because you've been saying we're going to turn the corner if we get this Missouri win and so on and so forth, but it just feels to me like we're turning the corner. And uh, so I, I just feel like we could 
pull this one out. I feel like this is a game where we could upset them, you know, and uh, and pull it out where they might be ranked a little higher than they really are, you know. Yeah, that definitely feels like it to me. I mean, they probably wouldn't be ranked as high. Well, the polls don't come out until next week. So they probably, after their loss to Kansas State, wouldn't be ranked as high, but they'd still be top 25. Mm-hmm. So they're a good team, but not great. I mean, we've played we've played better teams. We just I think Ole Miss is probably at least as good of a team. Tennessee's a, they're number one in the nation, so they're definitely is. So we're not – it's not like we haven't had these – LSU's, a, I bet, is a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so we're not we, – it's not like we're just going to be shell shot going in there. It's not going to be a crazy Texas Tech's not known for having a crazy home atmosphere. Mm. Um, so we're not, you know, we're not going to be surprised by this. Um, yeah, I just feel kinda... like we're going to be ready for this game. I agree with you hundred percent. I don't think we're going to be surprised by this team. Um, I feel like we kind of, we, we've taken some lumps and bruises. We've learned some lessons. We've played some tougher teams and, um, and we, I think we're 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 understanding what we need to do at this point to win these to win these games against these harder teams. But it does feel like the Texas Tech is more of the lower echelons of of the top, you know, twenty five teams. Oh sure, and I think um, uh, we kind of found that recipe. You know, get you know get Gafford, kind of get Gafford and Cheney. You know, they they had a team fifteen to twenty shots. Get mm-hmm. paint, get you know forty, thirty something, forty points in the paint, and then um, have, if Joe's got the confidence, he seems like he's got confidence now, and that confidence, um, you know, if he if he keeps hitting like that, then I don't see why not. And and two, you know, kind of Texas Tech is aggressive; they don't play the full, uh, you know, kind of fast pace, but you know, so but we kind of play against ourselves every day in practice, so we kind of know what the aggressive, you know. Um, Aggressive defense is going to look like in your face, you know, trying to get in the passing lanes and use, you know, uh, hands. Um, so we're not going to be, you know, that's not going to be anything new to us. Uh, so we need to take that and then try to speed them up because I don't think, you know, Texas Tech is really, you know, they're not going to be used to that. So I mean, we've seen kind of these teams just want to slow us down and play defense like Florida and um, mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, other, another team. So we kind of know what we, Kind of battle. I kind of talked myself into thinking we got a good, good chance to win this. Yeah, I think especially I think if Joe comes out there and plays the way he's supposed to play, Gafford has a decent game, and as we we just need one more person to step up. You know what I mean? Everybody else have an average game, and we'll be okay. Well, I, I will say this: I'll predict this, Chad. Kind of going off what you said, need one more game. I want to predict uh, Mason Jones. He's from the state of Texas originally. Mm-hmm. He's kind of been slow the last couple of games. I, I'm going to predict, go ahead and predict that he's he's that third guy. He's going to have a better game, than him, and that's going to lead us to a win. It's going to put us over the top. Mm-hmm. All right, I like to hear that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess now that we've talked ourselves up, we should do some uh, do some projections. All right, yeah, I'm ready. I'll yeah. go first. I, yeah, go oh, ahead. sorry. Oh, because I had it written down. Um, I got the Hogs winning seventy-five to sixty-nine. 75, 69. I'm going to go Arkansas, 82, Texas Tech, 70. Oh, wow. I like it. Yeah. I like that a lot. But it's probably, but it's probably going to be more like 80, 82, but whatever. 
<laughs> you never know. Basketball is weird because you know, you know, in football, you get uh, if you're kind of a 14 point better. I mean, somebody might hit a last second or get a last second trash touchdown. Uh, you know, to cut it to seven, but you kind of know. In basketball, you could be neck and neck the whole game, and then free throws and kind of stoppage in time, and then oh, yeah. you know you neck and neck tied and change the lead, and all of a sudden the end score is like you know you win by fifteen. It's like well, it really wasn't that you know. <laughs> <laughs> the game wasn't like that till the end. So. Well, that's all I always say when we lose like that. So well, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I admit <laughs> when we just like Ole Miss, I admitted we got our butt pretty good. But. Oh goodness. Well, let's just move on from that. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why you brought that up, man. That seems like does seem like forever ago. It was so long. Two games, especially after getting a win, it's like eh, after we beat Texas Tech, raining, and we thinking about that old Miss situation. And here's the situation. I mean, let's be honest. This Texas Tech game is a must win for us right now. If we want to go to the uh, NCAA tournament, the last game, we said if we just be all the non-ranked teams would be okay and then you know we uh we went out there and we we beat a ranked team and then we uh or I said, we beat a non-ranked team so if we if we go in here and beat texas tech yeah it gives us some cushion you know what i'm saying so we're not oh, yeah. we're not as uh we're not as strapped for uh for wins so it'd be nice to have just a little bit of cushion with that with that win, because right now oh, yes. we're we're still on track for that for that NCAA tournament, and even if we drop it, we'll still be on track for the NCAA tournament. But if we win it, now it's gonna, you know, it's gonna make that r- road to the tournament a lot easier. Yeah, a win's gonna definitely definitely gonna help us more than a loss is gonna hurt more. Because yeah. a win would be a, a a win on the road against a ranked team. Um, and because we really don't, because uh, Indiana has been bad. I mean, they start they they've been ranked a lot, and then all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks they've dropped a lot. So that win's not mm-hmm. you know really good. So we need some. We're going to need some quality wins. Um, and you know, and going on the road and beating you know a Texas Tech or Auburn or Kentucky is going to really help us kind of kind of salvage up our resume, and then then we can kind of keep keep you know, beat like we need to beat every unranked team. And if somebody bites us again on the road, like we go on the road, um, let's say we go at South Carolina and lose there, mm-hmm. um, at Vanderbilt, well, hopefully not at Vanderbilt. They're not, um, you know, kind of lose there, then it won't hurt us as much if we kind of get mm-hmm. some resume builders like Texas Tech. So, yeah, no, I agree with that hundred percent. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, we know that, Obviously, if we win the SEC, we're going to be in the tournament, and we could have a horrible year from all the way out and do that. But that's not what we're hoping for. We want to get in on our merit. You know what I mean? Not you know, and I oh, know yeah. winning the SEC championship. Obviously, that's getting in on your merit. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you know, if if you already got that bid, it just feels good. You know? Yeah, we. I'd love to just get on a big streak here and, and just come conference tournament time, just not even like worry about like it'll be nice to build up some wins and get our. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they haven't even like the seed. Sometimes don't even change even to get a win or two. Like I know, you know, we've been having a win, couple wins and been going to the championship a couple times the last couple of years in the SEC, and it really didn't help or give us any higher boost in our seed. So I'd like to just clinch clinch kind of a spot. But we got tomorrow. Tomorrow's a big start to that. But I feel pretty good. I've talked myself into 
<laughs> feeling confident. Oh yeah. At least so we got a shot, you know. Definitely have a shot. Well, I guess it's time to move over to uh, to Georgia. Obviously, there's no spread on them. We don't have any kind of my bookie deal yet out. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, Chad. You good? Uh, yeah, Georgia's definitely kind of going from Texas Tech to them. Definitely a more winnable game. One of our probably most winnable games the rest of the season, being at home, too. Um, so this is a game um, – We'll see. Georgia's, I think, yeah, they're one and five. They're nine, nine over nine and nine overall, one and five in conference. They've lost mm-hmm. four in a row. Um, let's see. They play. Um, let's see who in the heck they play. They play. Uh, oh, they play Texas tomorrow. Trying to avenge that football sugar bowl mm-hmm. uh, embarrassment, losing to Texas, uh, <laughs> and then they play South Carolina at home. Uh, right after us, has been pretty good. So they're in desperate need for a win. But going to Fayetteville, I don't think they can get it tomorrow. Tuesday, but um, kind of going over the schedule. They played an exhibition game against UAB. That's weird. Usually, exhibition games are kind of against kind of like they played Western Georgia. But mm-hmm. how in the heck they had an exhibition game against West Georgia, and that was on the SEC ESPN Network Plus. None <laughs> of ours was on TV. How does Georgia have a basketball game, or at least you know on the ESPN three, uh-huh. and we don't? Whatever. That's, that's crazy. Another. <laughs> so uh, they beat Savannah State. They lost that Temple by them? four. They beat Savannah State by a... They yeah, put up man, 110 100. on them, I mean. Wow. That's Just nice. That, and then uh, lost at Temple by four. Beat Sam Houston by 11. Beat Illinois State by 12. Lost lost to Clemson at home. Oh, no, in Grand Cayman Islands, I guess, by 64 to 49. Whew. And lost to Georgia State in, in uh, Grand Cayman, 91 to 67. Oh, yeah, that's a bad Good loss. Lord, Georgia. Man, and this ain't Georgia State. A couple years ago, they had a nice run, upset win in the NCAA tournament. But they haven't been that good since then. One points to put on by Georgia State. That's a like Sun Belt team. <laughs> Makes me I feel better. Our team beats poor guys. I don't know. I uh, I need to have some confidence, man. We need to get. It's when we don't need to lose. Uh, so they beat Kennesaw State by a good amount. Beat Texas Southern by seventeen. Lost at home to Arizona State by two. Ooh, that's a heartbreaker. Mm. Beat Oakland, and then they beat. Went on the road at Georgia Tech and won by by eleven. So Georgia Tech beat us. So that's kind of a comparison score. But mm. man, that's I don't tough. know. That didn't make that makes me feel less confident than I felt a couple games ago. <laughs> they beat, and then the, the non-conference mm-hmm. game in Texas. They uh, beat Massachusetts. So didn't even really play a tough night. And didn't, um, you know, and only went eight and four. So then let's see. So they're one and one and five in conference. So that first game against Tennessee at there, ooh, they lost ninety six to fifty. Mm. Goodness. Yeah, it, it seemed like we played them a lot harder. Yeah, a lot better than that. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's that's a big. T- then they they did beat Vanderbilt by nineteen at home. Lost at Auburn. By 15. It seemed like they either lost to Kentucky at home by 20, lost to Florida at home by 10. They could only score 49 points on on, on, uh, Kentucky. Horrible. And at home, too. And then lost. And they could only put up 50 on Tennessee, which is about the same, really. 
Yeah, and put 52 on against Florida. I know we didn't do much better. Then that's the big rivalry, Florida-Georgia, you know. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they got stomped pretty good there. Yeah, and lost it. At LSU, 92-82. LSU, they scored some points, but they gave up. They kind of did that with us, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you play. But, man, they, uh, Georgia's all over the board on a lot of these games. I mean, they either got beat a lot. where they're at right now, isn't it? Yeah, they, yeah, they either got – I mean, it's definitely a game we should win. Um, yeah, they don't seem at consistent home. enough to me. Yeah, but they don't seem – it's the first year Tom Crean, uh, first year coach for them. He's been at um, – uh, I know Indiana's coach. and mm-hmm. uh, Maybe Marquette. Uh, I should know that. Um, but he's a pretty solid coach. But they're really just – he's trying to build that program back up. Um so this is really a year we really need to take advantage of uh, beating them at home. But we've we've done pretty good against Georgia here lately, and I expect that to continue. Oh, let's see. So they're a big guy. Uh, so I know he's been around. Nicholas Clax. Well, he's just a sophomore, but he's six eleven forward, a uh, real skinny guy, leading score at thirteen points a game. Um, next, well, that's he's got twelve and a half. So they're. Main scorers, uh, um, Hammonds, um, uh, Rayshon Hammonds, Ford, 6'8 guy. Hammond uh, Trees. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Those guys are their two leaders. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just having that conversation with somebody today about peppers they give you. Sweet potato fries are killer, too. Apple I love that right. Chewbacca. Got oh, yeah. With the blue cheese. Mm-hmm. All right. My bad, guys. Sorry. Oh, man. That's good. I didn't have a big dinner either, so I'm hungry. Yeah, that name just kind of. Sorry. Yeah, oh, damn it's all oh, man. So he's there. Well, no, let's see the Claxton guys. Nine point six rebounds, twelve and a half. So he averages about double double every game. Fifty four blocks, pretty good. Twenty three steals. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thirty eight. So the uh, Claxton leading rebounder, second leading points guy, leads leads the team in steals, blocks. And assist for a big guy, man. So he can kind of pass out of there. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, shoots, ooh, he's eleven out of thirty-nine for three. So we need and sixty-two percent from the free throw line. So we need to foul him or force him to the three-point. To beat him up, um, yeah. Just... Yeah, goodness. Gafford should have. Um, you know, I will. Gafford's a pretty skinny guy. He's got a good matchup. Just go in there, elbowing and stuff, and just oh, yeah, you know, Chambers. Oh yeah, if Bailey and. Those boys in the game, they need to just they they need they can use their fouls up against him, put them to the line. I'd like to see some goaltending against Georgia, even if they do get a point for for it. <laughs> I do like sometimes just aggressive, like aggressive block. You know, it's like <laughs> they still threw it out there. You're gonna beat it up against the backboard. Just I'm not letting it do it. Yeah, so Georgia. It's kind of how George is kind of, you know, they've been all over the board in their games, but they average, they they score 74 points a game and they give up 73. So that all those weird, you know, all those kind of back and forth games just kind of ended up being kind of even. Um, they're, they only shoot 32% from three, make about six or seven a game. Um, they do have a four and a half rebound advantage. Pretty good rebounding team. Ooh, they have a minus five turnover turnover margin. They average, uh, they do not handle the ball well. So that is a, a a big thing that we have to 
Yeah, we're, we're good gonna at stealing have the ball too. We're good at taking advantage of teams that don't uh, <clears throat> that don't that don't handle the ball. Though, yeah. so. And this is the thing I noticed too about Georgia. But they're scored by periods. They've scored 667 points in the uh, first half, 666 in the second. So they've scored less in the second. Usually every time I look at these teams, their uh, stats for the season, everybody scores more in the second half. And for some reason, Georgia scores less. I don't know. That just seems kind of mm-hmm. – so if we're kind of tied or only up by eight, you know, up by five against Georgia, uh, don't fear fans. I think that'll be – you know, I think we'll turn the second half against them. Absolutely. So I that's just this, uh, noticed. This Derek Ogby coming off the bench just looks pretty good too, huh? Let's see. Yeah, I think I remember him from uh, last year. You know, Jordan had a game. I saw some of that. Oh, he's six nine two fifty uh, from Nigeria. He's a big old guy. I remember him. Um, still kind of raw, um, but he does average about ten points a game, six rebounds. Um, so he's there starting power forward. He started seventeen out of their eighteen games. So him and Claxton are down low. Um, what do they got there? High Towers, Tesha High Tower, and William Jackson are their other mm-hmm. uh, two starters. So let's see. Um, so High Towers six five guard and Jackson's six four guard. So uh, Jackson's a, a a senior from Athens. Tayshawn High Towers sophomore. So High Towers about seven points a game. Gosh, for a guard twenty nine percent three Jackson's. So we really need to force him to. Um, so we can really play aggressive with our traps. Leave, you know, if that if that ends up leaving, you know, a guy every once in a while more open for a three, that's okay against Georgia because they shouldn't have not shown they can they can burn you. So I think we can play even more aggressive and force them into uh, so a lot of turnovers. That's one thing, big thing to watch for. Yeah, I think that'd be really good to, to play a really aggressive game. Uh, a lot of traps. Uh, take a lot of, try to get a lot of turnovers from them and just really put the pressure on them for the whole game. I think it's going to be one of our keys to the game. Oh, absolutely. I think it's, that's uh, big time. I mean, if we don't, if, it, if we don't force them to at least their season average turnovers, then it wasn't a well played game by us. Mm-hmm. You know, not one that prior, we maybe not have won as much as we should against them at home. But I think, I think this is a team we should beat. I mean, if we win tomorrow, then, I mean, you, two-game winning streak at home, coming back home, should see a pretty good crowd, even on a weeknight um, against Georgia. And could be on a three-game winning streak before our next uh, episode next week. That'll be that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. I think we can go 2-0 this week. I, really... I do, too. I'm just looking here. I mean, just looking at their roster, it just seems like it's deep. Yeah, and they they play they play a bunch of guys. I mean, they they mm-hmm. go into their – but a lot of their guys, even if they play, you know, I was saying, you know, their Jackson, William Jackson, he's played 20 points a game, but he only averages 4.8 points a game. Uh, Harris coming off the bench, start about 14 minutes a game, only scores about four. Uh, Ty Fagan, he plays about 14 minutes, only three game, points a game. Etiro Wilrich, he plays, I mean, tw- half the game, 20, point, 20 minutes a game, excuse me. And he's only averaging three and a half points a game. So they go deep, but they're really – um, kind of, I mean, you just don't know who really, I mean, and they're leading scoring, you know, 13 points, 12 points a game. So they, they, uh, Crane's trying to find out who's, who's their uh, main guys, and trying to build a program, trying to play a lot of guys and, um, kind of giving everybody a chance. So, 
Totally. That'd be a good a good opportunity for us to take advantage of that, you know. <clears throat> yeah, and that's probably kind of why, you know, not really consistent uh, five or, you know, eight guys kind of coming out there and maybe you know, the reason they turn the ball over so much. Or, you know, Crane's just desperate and he's trying to, I mean, trying to find the right combinations and trying to find anything to kind of break, you know, when nine and nine. Um, well, I think you're right. Really I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to find out who the leaders are on his team right now. And uh, that gives us opportunity, like you said, if we put a bunch of pressure on them to break down that, you know, communication that they have. Because if they they don't have their leadership, they probably don't have a clear communication system. And if we can break that down, then we got a good opportunity to, to win that game. That's what I would think. I mean, it's coming from, you know, obviously from a football coach's perspective. But what do you think about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. You get it right on the money. Excellent. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just thought you might have, you know. Oh. Well, what do you think? You think we are too, uh, you know, doing a uh, prediction? Prediction? Yeah, sure. Or do you got more you want to... No, that's it. That's all I got on Georgia. Yeah. Do you got this one written down? Or... Uh, I was thinking about it. If you got one, go ahead. I'm going to say... Arkansas... 89, Georgia 90. 89, Georgia 90. I think we're going to get our win this game this week against Texas Tech. Coming there, maybe be a little bit hot-headed. You know, we might drop it. But, I mean, I think it's a good opportunity for us to win this game, too. So, I don't know. It's just kind of a gut feeling I have that we're going to beat Texas Tech but then drop the ball against Georgia. I don't know why. Well, if I was to pick one that we were going to win, if I could choose one, I'd rather win at Texas Tech. I mean, no offense against the home and, you know, that's all fans seeing a loss at home. But uh, so my prediction, I'm going to go with 93-76 Hawks. Awesome. We force a lot of turnovers, get on the fast break, and really, really uh, turn it up against them. Man, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be good to go. Yeah, we can't another another week, but we really need to go two and zero. One and one's not so bad either. Um, we got some, you know, definitely games that we can win. Uh, from here on out. I thought that that's that kind of uh, four-game Florida, L, uh, LSU, then road games at Tennessee, at Ole Miss. We're not going to face another four-game or, you know, kind of stretch of a couple games that tough mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. Um, and don't get me wrong. I really think we can win this game. I think it's a winnable game. That's why I called it such a close game. I think it's really going to be a toss-up. Uh, it seems like every game we play this year is a toss-up as to uh, – you know who's going to win that thing? So, yeah, oh yeah. Even in a bunch of our losses, they've been really, really close. I mean, we're we're a couple points away from no, we're a couple points away from being nine and nine ourselves, and also a couple points away from being, you know, fourteen and four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, or even better. So that's kind of why it's turned. But uh, maybe some of these close ones we can uh, start kind of knowing how. I think that was good against uh, uh, Missouri because we we're kind of battling with them. And we kept kind of, you know, they'd hit a shot, and we'd come back and hit a shot with it. We kind of, we've been, 
we've been in that moment this year competing and kind of just and we kind of put the foot on the pedal and took it to him the last, you know, especially five in, in, in crunch time, which is really exciting to see. And, um, you know, hit, hit our free throws to seal it and took care of the ball and made defensive stops. So, um, I think I kind of like, I like where this team's headed. That gives me confidence. It's, I mean, a win really means a lot. I mean, people can say, well, it's against Missouri, but yeah, I mean, it's not Missouri from a couple of years ago that was coached by Kim Anderson. It's Missouri that's coached by Kwanzaa Martin. They're tougher. Their team that was desperately looking for another a win themselves. So I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I definitely think it's a winnable game. That's for sure. Well, I guess moving forward out of, uh, out of basketball, and I dropped the bombshell upset there, honey. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to look at uh, Razorback Hockey. We can see the Division One team went over to uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, and just stomped them 4-2, uh, to two, and then went back the next night and stomped them again 3-2. So, way to go, Division One Ice Hogs, coming back off that break and getting two wins right in a row ready to go you know uh so you know i'm really excited about that and uh this weekend we're gonna be playing alabama so you know tune in and watch the alabama arkansas hockey game i think that's gonna be i think that's gonna be a good game yeah and that was big because we had lost at home in springdale uh three to two call state early in the year uh the one two and then go to go on the road um you know and sweep them you know um, kind of hold them to, you know, two goals each and kind of score something. That was big to, like you said, kind of start off this year, you know, Division One. Uh, you know, was going into the break, it they were six and, you know, six and um, 14, so not very good, but now kind of get some wins in our belt. I mean, mm-hmm. we can get on a little roll ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to, be able to break down the games for you guys, you know, but they don't have a, uh, you know they don't really put up their uh their their stats on here you know and uh so you know you can watch them on youtube that's the great thing about uh razorback hockey is you know the games are very accessible being able to go to youtube and click on that and watch the games so you know i try to check them out you know every weekend at least one one of the games yeah they're very accessible i mean it's but yeah i'd like to see kind of a kind of at least a, a little breakdown um yeah, just the somebody stats. too. If you kind of, you know, yeah, I mean, just kind of so you can see a review, and if you can't make, um, or especially when they play Friday night, Saturday night, doing yeah. something, um, kind of, then you can check in and still follow along with. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess we should throw a shout out to that. Uh, what is it? Drop the gloves or something like that. I think they they had uh, re shared us on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Shout out to uh, to that. Uh, I think it's a maybe a hockey blog or something like that. Look like. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, <laughs> anyway, I'll have spread the word, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then we came back and we the D three team played uh, Ole Miss in Springdale. And beat them three to one. Uh, then Ole Miss came back the next night in Springdale and beat us three two. So really tough, uh, close game. And you know if you're a Little Rock fan, you're gonna be in Little Rock. 
you need to support the Razorbacks when they play in Little Rock if you want them to keep playing down there. And the Little Rock game is going to be this weekend. Uh, Ole Miss playing Little Rock at 9 p.m. Uh, is that right now? Is that going on? Oh, well, it must be. So, yeah, so I think I'm fixing to flip flip on over to that after uh get done with the podcast here and watch that game. Because, uh, yeah, that'll be a good one. And then, uh, then they're playing after that at, uh, at 5.30. So, you know, you can always check them out tomorrow night at 5.30, which would be a good game to check out. Oh, yeah, if you're down in Little Rock area, I was, we were going to have a live report from there, but I guess it didn't, didn't work out. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, and again, like, like I said, I'd love to break the games down for you guys and tell you who the top players were and all that kind of stuff, but uh, no uh, no stats. So it's really hard for us to give you an you know, informed breakdown without stats. Uh, again, the game is up on uh, YouTube, so you can check that one out up on YouTube uh, right now if you want and watch the replay of it, or uh, you can watch the uh, actual game tomorrow on 5.30 on YouTube, so. Awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah, some big games. We really need to, um, uh, man. I guess we should do some hockey predictions, huh? <laughs> sure. All right, so what do you think? Think we're going to beat Ole Miss the next two games? Yeah, I think tonight I'm going to say we beat them. I'm going to say we beat them uh, four, to, four to one tonight. I say, yeah, I'll say four to one tonight, and I'll say we'll come in there tomorrow night and beat them four three. Four three, all right. I got us beat them three to two tomorrow. So, what about uh, D one hockey team? What do you got there? Playing let's Alabama against, against Alabama. Let's see here. Um, I go with us for a win. I'll go. Uh, I'll go two zero. I'll go for a shutout. Oh. Two zero. Okay, I'm gonna say they're gonna win that game three two. Three two. And I think the the second Alabama game it'll be a uh, two to one game. Arkansas. Two to one. All right, I'll go four to three. Sweet. So anyway, yeah, I'd love to give it more in depth. You know. Uh, uh, you know, analysis of it, but like I said, I don't see any stats, so it's it's tough to do that. Well, mm. I don't think I have. Do you have <laughs> anything else? No, I guess not. So it's pretty good. Oh, well, uh, really. Kind of going on, hopefully. I, know. I do got, you know, something that isn't football or really sports related. All right. So let's hear it. How about this old boy at the Trump administration that's getting arrested? Oh, Roger Stone, the yeah, guy with the yeah. Nixon tattoo? A Nixon Zero tattoo, Nixon. man. He's like Zero a Nixon, Nixon like lover, man. Loves Nixon. I saw, I saw a, 
I saw uh, when he was out there uh, uh, with the press and everything when he was going in, and getting getting arrested and everything, and he did the uh, the the two uh, that uh, Nixon did when he when he got uh, in trouble with the, the oh man not really the two not really the peace sign you know they're not about peace themselves but the the, the, the two fingers up while the uh-huh. crowd was shouting lock him up lock him <laughs> what a douchebag this Roger Stone guy is yeah Man, what a situation. And then we got all these federal employees working without no money. Like, not getting paid, but having to go to work every day. Coast Guard, not getting paid. What the hell was that about? How do you not pay the Coast Guard? Yeah, I guess I guess they're going to get paid for nine days, and then it sounds like they're going to go into another shutdown after that. Crazy. I know. I know there's some... Or some of uh, Trump's is a buddies wall really that important that like ain't gonna do anything that you can dig a tunnel over when most immigrants come in on airplanes and just stay past their you know allotted green card time? Is a wall really well, gonna help out that much that you gotta shut the government down for it? Whenever you know immigration is declined by like seventy percent on the border, <laughs> and my other thing too, one of these. He's always saying about the wall is like for drugs and stuff. It's like, well, this wall they're building and what they've already done here recently. You can, you can put put you can squeeze that through the little the opening in there or throw it over the short little wall. Anyway, it's not anything to do with that. It's just uh, craziness. Well, anyway, I don't want to get too political tonight, but that was my. <laughs> I mean, I think it was important to address. You know, I mean, it's like the elephant in the room. You know. Gotta say something about it. Yeah, I, don't, I never understood any, any of it about uh, why you won't can't pay all these people that are working and living paycheck to paycheck, and even ones that aren't. You know, they you know, they earn their money just like you know everybody else, and you know they're not getting paid just for this damn talking about a wall. And even if you keep wanting the wall, at least you know, at least keep the government open. Just art, keep arguing about it. I mean, what the what, what the hell was the point? Pointing all this exactly, and I thought Mexico was going to pay for the whole dang thing anyway. Like, what happened to that? All of a sudden, yeah, that's, that's not going to. That's isn't that why these you know that's what he's supposed to be pushing for. Isn't that what he said? That's good. Oh, that's right. All these people that love Trump, they don't care if he lies all the time. But well, he said that <laughs> he didn't mean about political, it. but he did yeah. make fun of those folks and stuff, and say like they'd vote <laughs> for him even if he shot somebody. No matter, what that, said, no, no matter what he does <laughs> and stuff. And, you know, people are like, yep, that's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, it happens. Yeah. Anyway. I'm glad we didn't it. get too political there, man. <laughs> I didn't think it went too far. I think no, it could have been much close. worse. Oh, yeah. I think you did. I think we did good. I do, too. I think we were restrained ourselves actually (laughs) well I will say this go hogs whooping suey back to the hog call podcast